Welcome to the final episode in this series of the Up The Glen podcast. Folks, I have a bit of a confession to make. Some of you are probably wondering why this episode has taken two weeks to edit, to put together, to have on. Um, not that it wasn't edited, not that it wasn't ready. Um, I'll tell you, I'm a wee bit superstitious in a sense. I had um, found my great granny and granddad's graveyard, or grave up in the graveyard. Um, not that long ago, a few weeks ago, and I sort of felt a bit superstitious about it, thinking to myself, God, what's going to happen to my granny? It won't be long enough because she was on about it quite a lot. Anyway, I then that week, the Queen died. And not that I'm a royalist or anything, I'm really, really not. I just wanted to wait until everything all settled, till, because I'm just that wee bit sort of superstitious. But I've been feeling that whole week something's going to happen, right? Something's really going to happen. And I'm just glad it wasn't me, I'm granny. Ah, should I say that? I'm so sorry if I said it out loud, but I love my granny. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes older people talk, oh, I want to go to the grave, blah, blah, blah. And I understand now where my granny is coming from. She spoke about it quite a lot. She speaks about it quite a lot. Um, and only when I went up myself to do a wee bit of history hunting with a friend of mine that I found my great granny granddad's grave, and I'd never, ever seen it before. So I can understand that now. Um, However, that week I'd been very emotional and then the Queen died. So, anyway, moving on, I'm getting ready to start my new podcast um, in the next week or so. I've gotten all the bits finalised now, anyway. I'm going to be filming from the 15th till the 21st of October. Um, and then you're going to be able to view, see, listen to the content over the, sum- over the winter months. Um, but this podcast will be back in summertime. I've really enjoyed interviewing a lot of my guests i've really enjoyed being out and about in the hut going to different places um as i said started off in a tin hut and ended up in selfie city um fabulous for me because i just love to be creative and i've enjoyed every part of it so i've got one two three four guests i think on this podcast so i'm just gonna let it all roll um the very first i'm gonna start with is angela dunlap then we have kyle and then we have Two other wee lovelies who are doing great work. So after this episode, folks, <coughs> there won't be any more. I don't know whether I'm still undecided. Um, obviously the frequency of it will change indefinitely. I won't be doing it every week for sure. Um, I definitely don't have the time. Um, not in the winter months. I'm always a lot, lot busier in the winter months doing my readings and things. People want group bookings and things. I always find more in the winter, so I always be super busy in those months. Don't have time to run about filming all the time. So. Um, this is why the idea of my next podcast and filming it all really in one week and then that way i have all my lovely juicy content to edit for the next wee while um however it's been great thank you to everybody that has been listening thank you to everybody who's collaborated with me to help me make sounds to help me make different things um the most of it i have put, put it together myself and i've really really enjoyed doing so we've got some great guests this week i really hope you like this episode um, in regards to the frequency, um, I'm still going to be bumping into interesting people. Um, just because it's summertime doesn't mean that's going. Not summertime doesn't mean that's not going to change. Um, however, I may change the frequency to the Upper Glen podcast and maybe monthly. I'll see. All right, I'll just see how this month pans out. All right, and next month, just to see what happens. Um, but other than that, definitely be back in springtime, folks. I've already got ideas for next year for guests, for segments, for conversations, for sets for all of it so it's going to be great really looking forward to it um don't forget to check out glenn's gift which is my new podcast 
Um, and that will be available later in October. All right, some of it. Um, but you got to stay tuned. I don't know what the frequency of it is going to be. I'm thinking every fortnight, maybe. Um, that gives me enough time. So two episodes really a month. That will give me enough content to do me really, maybe, hopefully until sort of springtime. I'm hoping anyway. Um, again, I'm like in the yin-yang energy of the summer being the daytime. Out and about, hello, how are you going up again? And then the winter time. I saw crystal ball and all that, Glenn's gift. Not a big. Using those energies efficiently and correctly. All right. And do you know what was really, really weird? I went and I got a guided meditation done. All right. The girl was speaking a different language, right? Speaking a different Brenda Shanky it was. Brilliant. Really, really brilliant. And that day, I swear to God, I heard big bell. Boom. As you hear on this podcast, right? And I heard the sound. Wow. Like going away off in the distance. And I thought to myself, something's left me there. Something really has left me. But then when I got home that day, it was the day that the queen died. So, big changes are on the horizon, I think, folks. Not only that there, I probably believe that some things are colloquial fiction as much as anybody. However, they're a part of the cultural zeitgeist of what we are and who we are in the world that we live in right now. So, um, amen to that. Um, and God bless. Um... But yeah, folks, I'm a very respectful person. I didn't want to just be showing what I'm showing, just banging all my things, all right? I like to do things correctly. Okay, so I really hope you like this episode. Um, it's been great fun, really, really, really great fun, all right? I will be back again next year. Remember, if you want to learn more about me, visit psychicglenn.com or find me on any of my socials at psychicglenn. I'm Glenn Gordon. This is the Upper Glenn Podcast. Enjoy these guests. And I can't believe I've got you on, love. Well, thank I swear. you. Thank yes. Thank you so much for coming no, on. Thank you very much. I think for that you are a big inspiration, and I've seen you really, really grow. And yes. you're one of the people that actually pushed me, and you don't even realise it. Really? Yes. That right. day when I was in your shop, remember with Chris Yeah. Yeah. Years ago. And he was like, "Do a live stream now. Do that." No, I don't know. He was want me to do it, but not want me to do it. And you were just like, "Just do it. Just yeah. do it." And then you started it. Oh, I did yeah. it, and then that, from then I was I got off drugs and all, and I was like, I've something to live for, and it was yes. just changed me then and are you are you much better then in yourself uh, definitely hardly drink or nothing now hardly really good partying changed a lot of my ways of calm down a lot but it's all about having something to focus on yeah i think that when you're working for spurt or maybe if you're doing any for me anyway personally yeah. if i'm you know if i because i've been doing this for decades now yeah so um it makes you you know you've got your spurt work but then you also have your own work that you got to do on yourself, yeah, yeah. and and you got to uh, combine both of them. Yeah. You know, there's no point in going and working for somebody if you're off your head or you're blocked. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So exactly. you have to be able to take care of yourself as yeah, well, and not be an avoidance too. I think. Oh, completely, yeah. absolutely. But I think that um, it's an ongoing process. Yeah. Um, you know, it's for me anyway. And changing is an ongoing yeah, process all yeah. the time. Yeah. So Angela, welcome to the Upper Glen Podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you on. I'm really, really excited. I wanted to ask firstly, what age were you when you got into the what you do? Um, when I started, I was twenty-four. So I was yeah. um I started DJing when I was twenty-one. Yeah. And I bought my first set of decks and then um uh, when I was twenty-four it was like my whole life all changed around and I thought my aspirations at that time yeah. were for DJing because I loved it and yeah. I still do love it yeah. um but I'm sure we'll get to that anyway yes yes so um yeah so within them three years I was sort of practicing the DJing and talking to people who work in clubs nightclubs yeah. and, and that's what I wanted to do that's yeah. something that I was really enjoying and then I went to the Belfast Virtualist Church. Yeah. And when I went there, um, I seen the mediums on the platform and I thought, oh my goodness, 
you know, what are they doing? And yeah. something inside me just lit up. Yeah. And I felt this attraction. But at that stage, I hadn't lost anybody really close to me. Yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't go there with the intention of wanting to connect yeah. to anybody. Yeah. It was actually through a friend of ours that she talked about it. And it was an Ann Summers party yeah. that we were talking about. Um, and she had brought up about the Belfast Spiritualist Church. And she said, sure, why don't we go this Sunday? So we went. And so when I was watching these mediums on the platform working, something drew me back again and yeah. then um i heard the lady on the rostrum she talked about doing awareness classes and i thought why not so i went along yeah. and then that's when everything started then for me so i was 24 and i'm 44 now so that was 20 years ago yeah yeah 20 so, years and was it hard i know you come from a big family loads of girls and... do you know what all my family are all into it my yeah. mommy does readings my sister she used to do readings yeah. my granny she used to read the tea leaves my aunt who's passed over she used to see spur people all the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, I have another aunt, a great aunt in spur, who used to see the auras. So it's all down my mother's line of family. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we're all very open to it. So I got great support. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I know some mediums when they come out initially, I say come out of the spiritual closet. Yes. Um, yes. When they first kind of come out, people may be a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And and maybe think that they're losing the plot a little yeah. bit. But yeah. because I come from a family where we're very open minded in that way and spiritually minded, um, then I, yeah, I got great support. Absolutely fantastic. So Andrew, mm. tell me about your book. I know that it's a bestseller. I know yeah, that it's going to well. gather it was COVID that really yes. got your head down. And yeah, so I've heard um, everybody raving about it, by the way. Have everybody, you? Everybody, well, yeah. I have had good response, like, so for anybody that doesn't know, this is it. And it's called The Miracle of Mediumship. And it's called uh, True Stories of Mediumship in the Afterlife. So, um, yeah, I had a shop for in Belfast here for 10 years. Yeah. And, and I decided to close that down in September 2020. Just because of COVID, yeah, and and my mummy was she's she owned the, the lower shop part, even though I had the building, um, and she sort of wanted to semi-retire, yeah, and it just felt like it was the right time for a change, so we decided then, right, let's pull back, yeah, and I was still going to do online meetings because it was still during COVID, so we was still able to work, um, and and then because I had a bit more time, I thought I'm going to start writing my book yeah. now. I have time to write my book, yeah, and so. Now, this is the strange thing that lots of people don't know behind the scenes. So in that September, I decided it wasn't just the change of the shop, but I was like you. I decided I didn't want to drink alcohol anymore. Yeah. Um, I had come through the end of a relationship in my personal life after many years. And, and it was like everything in one month in that September, I just decided something needs to, to yeah. shift. And, and so that's what happened. And... I, I wrote a. I actually wrote a letter to God. I was yeah. absolutely stressed out. I mean, stressed yeah. out because I was losing my relationship. Um, I was deciding to make big major changes in my life. I was letting go of my shop, and my head was all over the place. Yeah. So I, I got my pen and paper out. I'm really good at journaling, and I wrote a wee letter and I said to God, um, "Please help me." Yeah. I um. I was. I felt lost. Yeah. I really felt lost, and I felt really anxious about all these changes. That were taking place and i said to god please help me direct me and i, I just took a moment and then I, I said to god just write through me almost like in a channeling way yeah whether it was my soul the universe the angels the spirit guides whatever something came yeah and what what i wrote down was write your book in july of next year yeah so this was in the september previous 
and and in the letter it says and get it printed and um, don't be stopping until you have this finished. Yeah. So um, I wrote that and then I sort of sat back and I went, that wasn't even the answer I was looking for. I didn't want to. That yeah. wasn't my intention to write a book. But when I seen that, that's when I decided, okay, when I have time and I get this together, I'm going to do it. So the come the months onwards um, in the July, I woke up one morning on the summer morning and it was around the 12th of July and I just decided, that's it, I'm going to write my book. Yeah. And it took me from that July till the 1st of December of that year. Yeah. So literally five months, Brilliant. I had it wrote, mm -hmm. printed, all the graphics, every edit, everything was done. Yeah. And then I just self-published and then that was it yeah. sent off. And so um, I really feel that it was inspired whenever I wrote that in that September. That's it now, get get this yeah. done. Yeah. So um, that was my focus at that time. Yeah, see everything happens for a reason, doesn't it? Like I know, completely. So I love it and, and everybody seems to really enjoy it. Yeah, are you going to write more? I am. I have another wee one on the yeah. go. Um, yeah, so uh, do you know what? I only got to see in my English yeah. uh, GCSE yeah. and so I always didn't think that I had the capability to sit down and write a book yeah. but it just shows you that you know if you have the vision yeah. and if anybody has a vision for anything that they want to do it doesn't I'm not saying that school doesn't matter but it didn't teach me to do readings yeah it didn't teach me to do DJing yeah. it didn't teach me to write yeah, a book right mm -hmm. do, do you know what I'm saying yeah. um, so you have to really believe in yourself and even through that process when I was writing the book I just was constantly battling self-doubt all yeah, the time. Yeah. Is people going to like this? Is this going to be good enough? What am I doing? Yeah. I have never wrote a book. I don't even know what I'm doing. And yet I still had the vision. Yeah. I still held on to that thought that I had received that last September. Yeah. And I just kept pursuing it. And then it manifested. And now because I've had great praise from it, I've decided I'm going to write another one. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a few wee stories already sort of on the yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's, it's early early days, but it won't be done as quick as what the, this you're one You're definitely a novelist, I think. Yeah, yeah. Definitely so like I love it. I really enjoy it. I like telling stories. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I think that I'm good at putting that out there with people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you do shows all over Belfast. Many of you at home will have been yeah. to see Angela. Whereabouts are you? So at the minute, um, I've actually a couple coming up this weekend, Belfast Castle. So yeah. I don't know when you're going to edit this. Um, yeah, so it'll probably be the day of tomorrow. So. Oh, well, oh, yeah. that's all right. So I have the Crumlin Star tomorrow night. And then this Sunday, I have Belfast Castle. And then later in the month, I have loads of dates. So if anybody wants to check anything yeah. out, just jump on the website. Yes, Angela yes. Dunlap. Just Angela Dunlap.co.uk. .co.uk. So Angela, tell me, um, anybody at home that maybe thinks they're a wee bit spiritual, or maybe wants to come to one of your classes, what would you say to them? Give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. Do you know yeah. if you feel if you feel an attraction or yeah. a pull? It's like me whenever I yeah. started off when I was 24. I didn't go with the intention of thinking this was going to be my yeah. career. I went out of nosiness and something within me. And I say now when I look back, I think that if you're pulled to mediumship in any way, it's a calling. Yeah. But you might not realize that at the time. Yeah. It's yeah. like somebody that wants to be a nun or a doctor or a lawyer or a mother or whatever it is that you want yeah, to be you have yeah. a calling you have something yeah. that is drawing you towards that yeah. so if you want to do it go and explore it and see yeah. if it's for you yeah well i would say you're definitely one of the best people to be taught by yeah well, thank I'm, you so much. loads of my friends go to i've been to your classes thank one of my you. friends karina yes it's like tell me tell Angela, you know me yes um and i, I just feel like there needs to be more classes yeah. There will be there, there and the lovely thing when i never back even 20 years ago and i know it's not that long but even back then, the Belfast Spiritualist Church was the only place that people could go to, yeah. um, to for the Sunday service and see mediums work. Yeah. And there was no 
very rarely would you have seen anybody in a hotel yeah. or in a, a pub um, or maybe even a, in a theater yeah. stand and do a mediumship in the way that I do. Yeah. But now it's more widespread. So yeah. and the interest has grown over the years. Yeah. So spirit need more mediums. Yes. And natural mediums that are really good at it, but not just for doing one-to-one -one readings, yeah. but also for standing in the public. Yeah. Which yeah. is something that obviously you have an interest yes. in. Yes. Well, I'm afraid I don't. We don't know if I could get on stage and do mediumship. I'm. Oh, I don't like that energy as such. Prefer to be one to one. Okay, all right. But you smash it like yeah. I just. You know, See, to be honest, I love it. I love it, and yet I think that I would consider myself a bit more. I wouldn't say introvert, but a bit more quieter. Yeah. But yet, when I stand on the platform and I'm yeah. doing the work that I do, uh, have great interaction and connection yeah. with the audience. And if you have that, and and people thankfully trust what I do as well yeah. and have yeah. faith. Yeah. Um, so that obviously adds to it all. And. I obviously have faith in the communications yeah. of what I'm receiving. So it just combines into a really, a really good event and a good, yeah. a good presence for people to see the work in action. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I see a lot of your videos and all online. Yeah. You can check Angela out on Facebook, on Instagram. She's been uploading a wee bit more lately. Yes. Um, and it's good to see your validations and things and, and people you. saying the, the nights that you can go to. Um, I think there's definitely more of a demand for spirituality now. Than yeah, what there was. I, I think that people are getting a wee bit more in tune with themselves. Yeah. You know, um, it, like for example, you, you know, we've chatted today about yeah. letting certain aspects of your life go because yeah. you realise it just isn't working for yeah. you anymore. Yeah. Um, and I was in the same boat, and and I enjoy yeah. today taking care of myself. Yes. You know, I like working out. I do yoga. I do meditation. I do yeah. journaling. Uh, you know, I connect with other like-minded people. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like if you're on that track, and it's not to say that you can't have fun in the process. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You still need to have a good laugh. It doesn't mean yeah. you have to turn into this serious character. That you know, yeah. It's, it's all about the balance of, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, but as long as you're tuning in with you of what your energy and your spirit needs then that's where you have to look at where the changes need to and to get a bit of balance in your life. Yeah. So there's something that's a bit destructive or is it working? Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily have to be something outside of you as a person. You know, it can be yeah. certain attitudes that you've carried around with you. You know, yeah. if, if you feel like you're not good enough or you're not confident or um, you're always very self-critical or you put yourself down a lot or you're not even, you don't even like who you are then that can be a change in itself. Yeah. And and what you're doing then is you're opening up more to who you are as a person and, and actually saying, do you know what, I'm okay yeah. with who I am. And the thing is, you either create your own happiness yeah. or you take away from, and it depends on who you spend your time with as yeah. well. But when you're on your own, why not just enjoy your own company? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I keep saying this to people. I don't feel like people know how to be on their own. I know. And, and, and even the, the almost the addiction to social media nowadays yeah, too. Yeah, do you yeah. know how often do we pull ourselves away from our phones? Very, very rarely. A lot I of people know, very, so. very rarely. And most people, I think, they have to feel connected all the time. Sort yeah. of. Yeah, but it's good if you have an avenue that you can do something that you enjoy. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, So you got to look for something that you enjoy. So yeah. what, what, what do you enjoy? Interviewing fabulous people. <laughs> um, I like spirituality too, but it's sort of my own therapy. I love that a lot because it helps me be really connected to people. Obviously, I'm male, so... Men don't really have very deep conversations. Yeah. Some, so I feel like some, some don't. And that allows me then to be emotionally intelligent in ways that yes. I could never be before. And and to be more open and vulnerable. Yeah, 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 definitely. And what do you feel like you've learned over the last way? The last way, Angela. Since you've made the changes too. Definitely learned that um, I'm, wor I'm worthy. That's one of the things I'm really learning now is that I'm worthy. But energy ways that everybody's in the same boat um, and you only think that you're the only one going through what you're going through. 
everybody has a vice no matter what it is and it's just learning about what's a healthy vice yeah i yeah. agree yeah so yeah just um just put the thoughts out there but if anybody is listening in just take care of yourself and enjoy yeah. you for being you that's that's yeah. it yeah yeah so i want to talk about your dj little yes. miss innocence yes. you i've seen your dj and you're absolutely brilliant you. and you've been you sitting everywhere yes tell me a wee bit about that do you know what i love djing and yeah. a lot of people would i mean my work is as a medium that yeah. is my job that's my role yeah. um but it's not to say that you can have offsprings yeah. off that and and for a long time even when i get you know more involved in this i still have my decks my records yeah. all my equipment at home yeah. but i wasn't putting myself out there as much yeah and then whenever COVID happened i decided to start getting into it a bit more yeah. because i couldn't do events yeah because all the hotels everything Rock was closed house. down mm -hmm. so people were having garden parties yeah and, and then i just decided you know what i'm going to start doing garden parties yeah. for my dj and yeah. it was a way then of expressing my music again because i love being in front of people yeah it's something yeah. i really enjoy yeah. um so yes so i started when i was 21 gabrielle was only six months and i went and i got a, a set of decks yeah my mommy was horrified because I brought them into the house yeah. and she was actually going to kill me because there was a new baby and I'm starting in my bedroom pumping music. Um, but it was my passion even from the word go and it still is today. Yeah. So uh, I have I've played, I'm really grateful, like I have played in parts of the UK, yeah. in Ibiza. I've played loads of clubs around Belfast too over yeah. the years. Yeah. Um, but now I do I do a lot of garden parties as well. Yeah. yeah. So if you need a garden party, you know to get on with Angela. Yes. Angela, you must get asked all the time. Tell me a funny story about you know when you're psychic and people know that what you do because you're very famous what's it like being famous i'm not famous at all you are no oh, i'm not you are you no, are i wouldn't that. i would not no you, are. you have to accept you really are no mm. I, I don't think I, I, you know my friend she says um she makes me laugh she says oh you're facebook famous you know and yeah. that's it if people put it out maybe if people see your face regularly they make but yeah i do you get people asking you for readings all the time Sometimes people do ask for readings, yeah. um, but I'm really good with boundaries. Yes. So I, I think that years back when I was only training, yeah, and really my early years, yeah. um, I, I probably would have given a reading to anybody. People don't realize sometimes you're just going out for a run. Yes. Or sometimes you're just going to get milk. Yes. And the cars beeping, all people start nearly crashing the cars. Sometimes I see things with people, you know, yeah. if they are out and about, and the very rare time. Um, and if somebody maybe does say, oh, you're Angela, you do the readings or whatever. And maybe if I am picking up on something, I might want to pass something yeah. on. But very rarely does that happen because I don't really tune into people. Yeah. I tend to just, uh, when I'm in work mode, I'm yeah. in work mode. But when I'm uh, just normal, then yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think you have to be very grounded. You, you have to be really grounded. Yeah. And if you think that you're special, then that's that for me that's ego yeah so yeah. you got to keep yourself level-headed do you know what i mean i'm just an ordinary person yeah like every single everybody else but i might have an ability yeah. um people might see it as the gift but it is an ability yeah you know uh like somebody who's an absolutely amazing cleaner yeah. you know and that's their ability it's their passion it's their joy yeah or somebody who's an amazing mother or somebody that loves you know a dental hygienist yeah we all have our passions yeah do you know so if you if you think you're special then you're putting yourself a little bit out there so it's really yeah. important to you be grand up yeah, yeah and keep the humility yeah. as well but you can still really enjoy what you do yeah 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 and yeah. i think you're fabulous well thanks, i definitely do and i think well, that your energy you. um 
people always maybe know you in reading mode or DJ mode, but I think just your energy being raw and real is fabulous. Well, thanks a million. And hopefully we see a lot more of you. Well, thanks, thanks very much I for think having she's me going on, to be on today. The TV. I do. Yeah. And I just want to be on TV next and what. Well, so. by the I'm way, so. so just if you've got this far in the interview, because maybe people have switched off. I don't, don't think they'll I think they'll watch Well, it. hopefully anyway. But if, yeah. if you are interested, the miracle of mediumship, you can get it on my website, a signed copy. It's ten ninety nine or you can get it on Amazon and that's on the Kindle or you can have a, a hard copy of it too. Yeah. So thanks very much for having me today. Yes, Angela, you've Appreciate been a great guest, love. Thank you, Thank you so much, love. Thank you. There we go. Bye-bye. Well, hey, welcome to the Up The Glen podcast. Thank you. How Thank are you? I'm so fine. you are a medical doctor. Tell yes. me a little bit about your background and then we'll get a little bit into what, it, what exactly it is that you do. So I qualified medicine, it was a long time ago, almost three decades, uh, yeah. 1994. Um, I've been a doctor since then. I have been working in the health service for about uh, uh, more than 20 years yeah. uh, in, in London and I've been in Antrim for yeah. the past couple of years. My background mainly is accident emergency, but have been and doing all the fancy treatment for a number of years. And yeah. I thought of opening a clinic in yeah. Antrim, local, um, because th th there was no such clinic in, in yeah. Antrim, which does yeah. all these fancy treatments, the laser treatments, and, yeah. and Botox fillers, and body sculpting, fat freezing, yeah. uh, all these things. So that yeah. was the, the, uh, the, the main aim behind it. Yeah. Um, this doctor actually uses what is known as an, an ultrasound machine, is it? Oh, yeah. Which I thought, I've never heard of it before, so I thought I would get him to tell us about it. So the thing is, with the dermophilus, when, when you're injecting something into to anyone's skin uh, for the dermophilus, um, I use the ultrasound. Um, the reason for that is if you're trying to inject some, somebody into, into any part of the body, yeah. you don't know what is underneath. Yeah. You know the anatomy, where the vessel is going to be, is supposed to be, but whether you have it in that place, nobody yeah. can predict. So when you try this, some people, uh, they inject blindly yeah, and then get complications, injecting vascular occlusion is the main problem. Yeah. So I, I do the dermophilus with ultrasound guidance and in order to avoid the, the, these uh, complications yeah. and for patient safety and better outcome. Yeah. And for my peace of mind as well. I yes, sleep for, well for your own peace of mind as well. Yeah, mm. I see a lot of technology in here, a lot of different sort of machines and things. Um, can you tell me about what some of those machines do? Well, uh, yeah, of course. So we've got a couple of lasers behind us. Yeah. Uh, one of them is a CO2 laser. It's an ablative laser, fractional ablative laser. Yeah. What in simple English it means is you can remove any um, um, skin deformities, uh, any uh, scarring. Yeah, scarring. Skin tags, acne too as well. Acne scars. Yeah. Um, you can even do vaginal rejuvenation with that. Vaginal uh, rejuvenation. Uh, well, hey, that's I fantastic. Think. Have you done any vaginal? Well, I, um, we have we have done um, uh, as a as a training session. Yeah. Yes. But uh, it's just going to take some time to spread yeah. the word around. Yeah. Going to uh, get my fanny rejuvenated, and <laughs> the that it'd be me getting done first. Can you do the anus as well? Uh, no. We're no. just the curious. Answer, <laughs> the answer is no. No. So how does that actually work, the vaginal rejuvenation? So think of it uh, as a canal. So if you, sorry for be, me being uh, more descriptive. Yeah. Um, think of a canal and you shoot lasers at yeah. 360 degrees. Yes. And what that does is they, that causes, when it heals, it causes contraction. Yes. So if you've got circular contraction of yeah. an area, it will make it tighter. Number yeah. one. 
Number two, it will improve the collagen and the elastin in that yeah. area, which means there will be more lubrication, more pleasure for, for both the partners. Yeah. And also, the other medical reason for doing yeah. that is girls who have had a couple of children, yeah. uh, vaginal deliveries, they can develop stress incontinence. Yeah. And when you make things tighter down below, what it does is it helps with the stress incontinence. Yeah. So they won't leak when they yes. cough or sneeze or yes. go over yes. a speed bump or in a car. Yeah. So that is the medical benefit. And that, yeah. that is the main attraction from my point of view. You can even have a, a rejuvenation of the yeah. vagina from the outside. Yeah. Not only in the inside, but you can have yeah. that done. So, so that machine does wonderful weird, wonderful things. Yes, I've life heard, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I've heard sometimes after a girl has a baby, sometimes she can't sneeze because if she sneezes, she pees a wee bit. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that is the cure yeah. uh, for, for those kind of uh, problems. Yeah. Then we've got the other machine, which is the ND Q switch lasers. So, so what this machine does, it's again a laser machine and it does uh, remove any pigmentation. So yeah. if you've got fractals, you've got eight spots, you've got tattoos, yeah. Um, anything that you have, you want to get yeah. removed, um, and it's going to do all that uh, amazing. It, it just shoots the, the yeah. pigment, and that uh, the it breaks down the pigment to so small yeah. structure, so small particles. What about dark circles? Could I take with them? Well, dark circles, uh, not really. Do we have dark a cure for them yet? <laughs> dark circle is a whole different ball game. Um, uh, these these lasers can improve the skin textures. Yeah. See what uh, that CO two laser does also is uh, to get rid of the fine wrinkles and the deep wrinkles yeah. as yeah. well. So it can do the skin resurfacing. So it rejuvenates. Yeah. With, and produces collagen as well. Yeah. Um, it produces elastin as well with, with the yeah. treatment that you've had. In turn, what then happens is it kind of contracts the skin. Yeah. And that gets rid of the overlying wrinkles. Yeah. So it's good. So um, it helps. Yeah. It won't take it away totally. Is it painful? Well, it, it is. Uh, we can put some numbing cream on there. Yeah. It will be definitely less painful than uh, having a tattoo. Yeah. So if that yeah. is a hallmark. Yeah. So yeah. It, it will be. That guy would maybe like to try out sometime. And like a, a face laser to. It is it? like uh, people tell me that uh, it is something like uh, having a rubber band snapped onto your skin. Yeah, yes. It just has yes. that feeling. It's not painful. Yeah. But we can use some numbing cream or local anesthetic to numb the area. Yeah. And yeah. then we can do the treatment. So they're, they're different options. Yeah, yeah. And what about fat removal? What can you do for fat? Because well, a lot fat of people... freezing, yes, which is just across in the, the hall fat in the other room. freezing, folks. We've got a couple of more machines, uh, fat freezing. So, so we attach the probe in that area, for example, if you're going to get yeah. that love handles or yeah. uh, bingo wings or double chin or yeah. anything yeah. that you want. And you're trying to exercise, trying to lose weight, but you can't get rid of that yeah. specific area. You can attach that probe, it freezes, it yeah. takes the temperature of that local area uh, to about minus five degrees yeah. for about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it freezes the fat. When the fat cells freeze, mm -hmm. what it does is the cell wall of the fat, it yeah. disintegrates. Yeah. And that fat is released then into the body, yeah. into that area. Yeah. Now that fat is going to be uh, absorbed by the lymphatic system. Yeah. And that will take about four to six weeks yeah. to show any effect. If you have roughly three or four sessions of that yeah. fat freezing uh, treatment, you will lose about 15 to 20% of fat in that specific yeah. area. And which will give a, a, a very good appearance. You lose a couple of centimeters in yeah. that area. But 
possibly even more yeah. if you're having a healthy lifestyle you're doing exercises regularly so so definitely it helps yeah so pockets of fat please bear in mind it's not a fat loss uh, yeah. losing weight it's not a weight loss it's treatment. not a yeah. weight loss program yeah. yes it will just treat a pocket of fat in that area yeah yeah all right so so people get confused oh i can lose weight yeah no, it, that won't happen and the other machine what we have got is a is a body and a body contouring machine what that does is it it uses uh, hyphen technology yeah h-i-f-e-m which is the high intensity focus electromagnetic therapy and what that does is uh, you might have heard of the non-surgical bum lift mm, no okay can I? <laughs> all right so if we, you attach it on the buttocks in yeah. that area for about 30 minutes that will give you equivalent muscle contraction equal yeah. to about 20,000 squats yeah. within half an hour yeah so if you and if you get those treatments uh, what it does is it improves the muscle uh, the muscle mass in that area yeah so you get a bit of better peachy bump yeah you get a, a more round shape i'm gonna have to get that done <laughs> And also, it does is it reduces cellulite. Yeah. Because when it is contracting the muscles at a very, very, uh, Fast, very yeah. advanced uh, stage. Yeah. You lose fat in that area, and yeah. you lose cellulite, so it makes it really nice and peachy. Yeah. And especially if somebody wants to get on on the tummy as well, yeah. you can do it on the tummy. You can do it on on the thighs, yeah. on the arms, biceps, triceps. Yeah. Bingo wings. Uh, everywhere. Uh, everywhere. Buttocks is a very common one. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so it's an amazing technology. And it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, the the good thing about that it hasn't got any side effects. So. Yeah. So there's yeah. no no side effects at all. And no side effects at all. It can be done in your break time. You come in for half an hour. Yeah. You get the treatment. Walk away. Yeah. And stop the info now. No. So muscle stimulation. Um, it's it's uh, it's not painful, but contracting a muscle yeah. so strongly can be a bit. Um, uncomfortable yeah it's yeah. uncomfortable but it's not sore yeah so we can adjust we can start off with a low setting yeah and see where you can where you can uh, tolerate it yeah. better yeah um i i wasn't able to tolerate it 100 percent it is yeah. quite a bit of contraction of yeah. the muscle um but it is not so yeah okay um yeah so, so it's i'm really excited about all these technologies Perfect. in the clinic and where uh, can people find you doctor Oh, it's in the Antrim High Street. It's uh, just opposite the Castlewell, uh, uh, and it's on the High Street number thirty-nine, Antrim High Street. Yeah, perfect. So it's, it's very centrally located. Yeah, very central. Um, and we'll also be popping a wee link in as well, so you can check out the socials. Please get the doctor a follow. And if you're interested in any of these treatments, treat yourself. You deserve to feel good, and this is why this man very qualified and really knows his stuff. So. Want to say bye bye, everybody? Welcome anytime. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Kyle, welcome to the Up the Glen podcast. This is take two. Take two. Take two. We did do one on Saturday, but it didn't record right. I'm still an amateur with this, but I'm learning. I'm getting there. Kyle, you're a coach. Tell me a bit about what you do. So, yeah, Glen, take two. I am a personal development coach. Yeah. And mainly grounded in, in positive psychology so positive yeah. psychology is my background it's what i've trained in and i'm in the very final stages of completing my masters one, one assignment left and that's me done so my coaching is very much geared towards very solution focused yeah goal orientated it's about identifying inner strengths your values yeah and helping you to 
align your goals with those, with your strengths and your values. Yeah. So, yes, uh, I suppose a brief overview of the coaching idea. And what sort of clients would you have, Kate? Would it be business people? Would it be people, just normal people, say? It's, it's a range. It's yeah. a range, Glenn. I mean, I, I've had clients as young as 15 and, yeah. and clients much older than that. They're all from different walks. They're all from different backgrounds. And they're all at different stages and at different points in their life. Yeah. Uh, needing Some of them just maybe need a little bit of accountability. Some of them need a little bit of help with perhaps developing more confidence. Yeah. Some with anxiety, some with their self-image. So it's, it's all, yeah. yeah, people come in, in, at, at all different stages. There's definitely a big, big boom at the minute, not just in spirituality, but in like coaches and things like that there. Um, how did you get into what you're doing now? Interesting. So I have always, I think we said this even in the first take, but I've always had an interest in people. Yeah. Always. Even from a very young age, I would have always been interested to know why people thought the way they did or why yeah. they acted the way they did. Uh, but for whatever reason, I, I took a different path and I went down the music route, as yeah. I told you. So uh, drumming is, is my first kind of profession. Uh, but when I was about 27, 28, then I realized that even in my drum sessions, I was always trying to help people set goals, yeah. uh, just develop their confidence. And I, I recognized that psychology was the route that I really wanted to go down. Yeah. It was going to give me, I think, the best grounding. And, what I thought was understanding other people ultimately resulted in first and foremost understanding myself. Yeah. So I've always had a passion for serving other people and went back when I was about 28, started to study psychology and personal development. And it has led me to this point now of moving into my own coaching, which is, is really just all about trying to positively impact as many people as I can. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's definitely needed right now. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've noticed um, that a lot of people are starting to be more vocal about their mental health now in a, in a sense where they're asking for help or crying out for it. So I think this is really where like, we need more people like yourself to start doing programs, courses to try and help, especially young men. I feel like young men really need it. Mm -hmm. um, do you have quite a lot of young men in? Yes, so I mean, uh, well, yes and no. I mean, I, I have worked with 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 young men. I, I work with women as well, but men, of course, look. There is the stigma, of course, around yeah. men still not feeling like they can speak openly about where they're yeah, at in yeah. perhaps their mental health journey. And I think you're right. It, there's a there's a still a need for that, but I think there's a little bit of a the tides turning somewhat where yeah. there's more and more. It's being more and more accepted now, and. It, it, the importance of men and everybody but men especially being able to speak openly and freely yeah. and, and confidently in, in how they're feeling is starting to, to change so i do think it's needed you're right yeah, and yeah. there is still i mean certainly in flip friends of mine who you just check in with and, and you can tell that they're, they are struggling but maybe yeah. don't know where to look or how to turn to or yeah they don't feel like they should yeah you know see this is the whole thing too a lot of people are like oh i don't want a doctor i don't want a psychiatrist i don't want tablets Get a coach. Mm -hmm. I think get a coach. Like really, do you want you like to you want to be somewhere different from where you are now? Maybe you need a mentor. Maybe you need somebody to give you a kick in the ballocks to go right. You can do this truthfully, but okay, no, this is really what it is. I Me, mean, I think that's what I need. I made the of my own. Sometimes I appreciate a boot in the ball. Somebody tell me exactly mm. what mm. needs to be done, and I feel like this is where accountability is really a good idea. Mm. Accountability is is I think something that is necessary for everyone yeah whether you're seeing a coach a therapist a counselor whatever it might be yeah. 
Um, I, I do think, and I've always said this, I think everybody should have a mentor in yeah. some way. Everybody yeah. should have someone that they can trust, that they can turn to. Yeah. And you're right, everybody is at different, like we said, at different stages. So for you, you're, as you maybe said, perhaps at a, at a point where, as you said, maybe kicking the balls is, is what yeah. you need. Yeah. Other people perhaps need to be met at a different stage. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a kick in the balls maybe wouldn't be the best thing yeah. for them. And yeah. that's where then I think it's great, as we spoke before, about there is that different range of services for people. Yeah. So anything from therapy, uh, coaching, counseling, whatever it might be. It's really the psychology you love, isn't it? I love, I, I mean, I love psychology. I love, I, I love coaching. I love personal development. I just love serving other people. You know, I'd be psychic thought there. You're going to write a book soon. Well, it's already started, haven't you? No, have you not? I, I haven't. Like it's already I haven't. No, it has been in my mind. I mean, listen, right, right, and thinking about it's always been something that's been there. I haven't, I haven't actively started writing anything. Probably have enough material in my yeah. journals, Glenn, yeah, over the right. last five years mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to put a book together yeah so yeah i love the psychology and and uh, try my best to, to meet people where they are help them to identify where they would like to be yeah and and work alongside them yeah with their strengths with their values uh to, to meet whatever goal that might be it's the only way we're going to stop seeing people become who are disadvantaged become more disadvantaged it is i mean it really really is mm-hmm. i feel like someone especially young men i've seen them people i grew up with and they haven't had good influences around them at all, and bad things have happened. Mm. So we need to stop that, I think, in society. That's why I'm loving the idea of people being able to go and get a coach and it's something they can be empowered about, and they can choose it, and they can go, right, well, I'm going to treat my Jay-Z has a coach, I'm going to get a coach. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Let's make it trendy to have a coach. Well, we spoke about this in, yeah. in take one, as we'll call it, and it was about you kind of said listen trying to advice to anybody they're, they're thinking about getting a coach or anything like yeah. that. And if you remember, I said, you don't, because a misconception sometimes that there has to be something wrong with yeah. me, you know, there has to be yeah. something wrong with you before you can before you can go and speak to somebody. Yeah. And that's that's not it's not the case. Yeah. Especially with, with coaching, of course, look, traditionally therapy and, and counseling, things like that, you know, people are common when they maybe are struggling with different yeah. things. Coaching uh, um, is a little bit more. You, you can go to a coach. There's nothing to be anything wrong with you. Yeah. You just might want a little bit of accountability. Yeah. You may be thinking about what your next step is in your life and looking a little bit of support through that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that goes back to what we said a few minutes ago. Everybody could benefit from having accountability in some way. Yeah. And yeah. certainly, there doesn't have to, you, you don't have to be at the lowest point in your life where you can go and speak to someone or, or have a mentor. Have a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. I have people that I turn to. I have people that I, that I trust and talk to. For guidance, for support. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that as we've said, everybody can do with having yeah. somebody, and, and there's nothing anything wrong with you. you yeah, get a coach. You can even see a therapist, a counselor. For anything, you never know what might come up. Yeah, you never know what yeah. might come up. But it's important to take that first step. Kyle, where can people find you? So uh, the main place to find me, at Glenn, is Instagram. Yeah. So it's uh, Kyle McDowell Coaching. Yeah. And that's that's the main place at the minute where I've just. Uh, Post a lot just about me, what I do, my thoughts. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll maybe do the odd post about where I'm at and and yeah, things I'm doing. So Instagram would be the yeah the main place. Yeah. So if anybody needs a coach, you know to check Kyle. Kyle, anything? Any last words you want to say to people at home? Listen, just what well, I mean, just listen. I've enjoyed the the couple of takes that we've done. This, Glenn, yeah. you know, good luck with everything that you're doing as well. I suppose um, one more thing I would I would I would say is just to make people aware of a course that I'm yeah. more support group here. Yeah. It's yeah. A, a new and expectant fathers group. Right. Nah, I feel that. like this is so needed because I'm being honest. No one's going to teach you how to be a daddy. 
And I feel like if there can be something to empower young men out there, they're not going to feel bewildered, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, so that that's more just to make people aware of, of the, we're starting it in here, I think it's Wednesday, the 5th of October. Brilliant. And it's something that came about through my own experiences of becoming a, a, a dad for the first time biologically. Yeah. I have a, a stepson who's five, five and a half, but I had a, a wee girl about two years ago. Yeah. And, you know, the whole experience, the, the pregnancy, the birth, after, you call her Kaylee. Yeah. After Kaylee was born, um, you know, I found that I didn't really have, struggled a little bit. Um, with where I was, yeah, and I found that there wasn't much out there. It, it, there was nothing for men and, and especially new fathers, yeah, yeah, um, to to kind of come around with people in the same position and and speak get openly, get support, mm -hmm. and and in a safe space, yeah. So yeah, new and expectant uh, fathers group will be starting here in October. Wednesday the 5th, I think. Okay, we're definitely going to have to do another podcast on that, I think. I think that would be great, yeah, actually, Glenn, be because I think that it's yeah. it's needed 100%. Yeah. I spoke to some friends, close friends of mine, who are in the same position, have become first-time fathers in yeah. the last year, couple of years, yeah. and very much the same thing. You give them a call and they're struggling, yeah. you know, but, yeah. but this group will hopefully be for what will be for... Uh, you know, it can be for men as well who have they may be expecting their second or third, yeah. But but they just want a little bit of support. Yeah, to empower them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a that's something for people to be yeah. aware. Of. I think it is needed. That yeah, that I is important. Kelly, you've been a great guest. Thank you. Thank you. Good so luck with everything, Glenn. Yes, Thank you. you cheers. No doubt I'll have you on again. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to that thing in October. That there for young fathers, new fathers, men out there to get more empowered. Because honestly, I feel like it's so so needed. Mm -hmm. There's many men out there that want to be daddies. Mm. There's many men out there I've seen them do backflips for their whole lives about it. And I feel like it now you wouldn't have to be so harsh if they were in part from the beginning. Mm. Mm -hmm. right. Listen, it's a big change. Yes. It's a big life change. And yes. the whole process from perhaps you find you want to become a father, yeah. the pregnancy, the birth, the the change after it, the you're you're adapting. Yeah. And your life completely changes. Yeah. So it can be a very it's the best thing ever, but it's yeah. very difficult. And I suppose sometimes that's maybe it's not spoken about is how yeah. difficult that transition is yeah. the word I'm looking yeah. for that it can be yeah so yeah. yeah I'm so glad you're going to speak about it we're definitely yeah. going to get Kyle on again thank you Glenn Kyle, you've been a great guest Brilliant. Roxy Roxanne yep welcome to the Up the Glen podcast you. how are you I'm good how yeah, do you good. feel about doing your very first podcast nervous your dress is beautiful. Thank you look you. absolutely stunning. Thank you. Um, we're down at Willow's Reach today. We actually just met each other at a group that we, we did, did. Um, with Brenda um, for Manifestations. It was fabulous. Tell me a wee bit about what you do. Okay, so um, well, I do a wee bit of everything here in Willow's Reach, but my new thing is for my vision boards. Mm -hmm. um, so vision boards for groups, families, yeah. you know, young kids. I want kids to come in. And have their visions and goals. Yep. You know, early on. Yeah. Because I feel like when I was growing up, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. Um. So I feel like catching them at a, an early stage an early to make age, them yeah. think about it. I'm putting it into their brain. I think that they can tell people at home actually what a vision board does. For okay. those that don't know, some smart cookies out there just want to know yeah. what they're using them. But if you haven't used a vision board. Roxy, tell us what a vision so, board is. It is about putting your visions and your goals and your feel-good quotes all onto one board. Um, so this can be whether what kind of job you want to be in, where you want to be in a year's time, um, you know, who you want around you as well. Yeah. Um, also, 
to take home to have it in your bedroom so you yeah. can wake up every day see it remind yourself you know yeah. how great of a person you are um and yeah just to have it sort of in your face every day of yeah. what do you want what do you want to do and where you want to go yeah and believe me like these these do work yeah oh i know the work i mean they, i really know the power of manifestation know the power of vision boards but i feel like people at home are going to be interested in i going i want a vision board tell them exactly what sort of things you can manifest oh my goodness everything anything you want you can manifest it anything in this world you can do it yeah anything i for instance well i'll say that if you had said to me a year ago what a vision board was or what manifestation was i wouldn't have been able to tell you Really? I, I wouldn't have, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I didn't know that I was looking for it. It sort of came to me, but yeah. oh my god, what an impact that has had on my life. Yeah. Really, really big impact. And um so my for I manifested a car, yeah. a dream car that I want. I went and I got my picture took beside it and really want this car, but I know that I'll not have that for a while. Yeah. You know, it's not the it's not the car for me yet. Yeah. yeah. And I um came across this car and I I just wanted it. It was, you know. Yeah. Um so I have went down and seen it, but I had a limit in my car, head. Was it? It's in Nissan Gasky. A cash car, you're playing. And um so I went and seen it, but I had a limit in my head of what I wanted to pay a month and it was yeah. fifty pounds over. That was it. Right. Yeah. But and I was like, oh God, I don't know. But I went home and I uh, couldn't stop thinking about it. And I phoned. Two days later, I was actually in work. And I went out, I went out in the break and I phoned. And I says, I'm ringing up about the car. And he says, Roxy has just literally left me half an hour ago. Yeah. But, so it's absolutely devastated. But. But I um, then couldn't stop thinking about that car. Yeah. And I literally manifested every day. I was on searching for the exact same car. Yeah. And so that car that I first went to was the 25th of June. Yeah, and I picked up the exact same car at the price that I wanted a month. Yep, on Monday. See now, on so Monday. originally you weren't meant to get the one you wanted because it was fifty pound dear, and it was really being precise to you. Yeah, love it. Yeah, love so it. So I I picked up my 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 car there on Monday. And how does it feel to drive up? Amazing. Did it feel like you imagined it? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm more. That's absolutely powerful. See, this is the whole thing. People don't realize, you know, the things that you see other people have, and this is what it is. We. But I wouldn't want anything should they not see our neighbour with a football or see somebody with a baby or to we not seeing an adult doing or someone doing something. So this is where really the things that you're seeing out there in life that other people have. Yeah. You yeah. can have that. You can you can. Yeah. You can have that experience. Absolutely. So when are you going to be starting these classes? So Wednesday nights from six till eight. And then um at the minute once a month on a Saturday morning yeah. or Saturday lunchtime and then hopefully trying to get it near, near enough in every week. Yeah. But Wednesday nights is going to be definitely every week, six till eight. And I want it to be families, you know, friends, hand parties, birthday parties. Um, it can be team bonding yeah. or workplaces. So they Are these can sort actually... of classes like sort of a once off or would you go like no. every week? Yeah, every week. Oh, right, and right, right. Do you know what? If there's something there that families want to come on their own yeah. as well, I'll, I'll do that for yeah. them. They just have to ring up and ask me, and if I can do it, I will yeah. 100% do it. Folks, if you really want to change your life, honestly, it's it's best to do go on courses. It's best to like, like literally stick at it, because you don't want to go and get a bit of magic, manifest one thing, and then fall right back into the abyss again. What you want is to actually systematically, long-term, change your whole fucking existence. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Roxy, yeah. where can people find you? Willow's Reach in Belfast. And we are near enough beside the big fish. We are right next door to yeah. um, 
Elliot and the Riverins as well. Um, it's the most amazing place. The energy in this place is just yeah, unreal. It's fabulous. It's unreal. And when you do come here, you will find out how much we have to offer um, for wellness, for well-being, um, for mindset. Um, we do manifestation courses. We do yoga. Um, we have a positivity cast down the stairs. And we have so much more coming. So keep an eye out on all our Keep socials. an eye out on Willow's Reach. Do you have your own page or you just do Willow's Reach? Just Willow's Reach at just the minute. Just Willow's Reach. Yeah, we'll get Willow's Reach checked in. Roxy, you've been great. Thank you so much. Will you come on the podcast again? I will. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check out some of your classes. And too, I'm going to blog about it a wee bit for those at home to let them okay, have good. a wee nosy and see. But folks, if these are wanting to manifest things, get in touch with Roxy down at Willow's Reach. I don't think you'll be disappointed with Nana hanging on down here. It's very exciting. Bye. Welcome to the Up the Glen podcast. I'm here today with Ashley Thompson. Ashley, you're Hummingbird Holistic on Instagram. You followed me for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. Tell me a wee bit about what you do. Um, so I do one-on-one uh, -on -one Reiki energy healing. Um, I also do self-love workshops and yeah. cacao ceremonies. Yeah. And how did you get into what you're doing now? It's a long story, but long story short, um, I've had two major awakenings, I think, in my life Yeah. Um, that just totally changed my perception on yeah. everything. So the first one was my mum passing away. Yeah. Um, it just, I actually lived in Australia at the time, so I had okay. come home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she passed away. A lot of stuff happened. And then I decided that I wasn't going to go back to Australia and yeah. I lived there for six years. So yeah, it was um, major major but i kind of yeah. didn't give myself time to integrate or um grieve so yeah that changed everything so then i built up a life again over here yeah. and then let it out let it out let it out go let it out honestly that, i think she'd be very very proud of you right now if she yeah, watch that 100%, right? I, she I feel her around me all the time mm -hmm. all the time but yeah I, I built up my life again back here and then had everything car house good job family yeah. and then i just spoke up one day and was like the fuck am I doing? Really? <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. It just, I just didn't feel fulfilled. I was yeah. pleasing everybody around me apart from myself. Yeah, on that autopilot, I talk about that quite a lot. Quite a lot of people at home right now will be able to relate that in the sense that they're always doing things for other people, mm -hmm. and there's not really ever so much for themselves. Mm -hmm. What would you say to them? Um, I feel like saying it's not your fault. We are kind of um taught to be that way. Yeah. We're taught to help everybody else. We're taught that it's selfish if you put yourself first. Yeah. Um, so this is why the self-love workshop came up. It's all the things that have helped me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dedicating time to self-care every single day. Um, it's It's been major for me. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about these wee ceremonies you do. Mm -hmm. Really interested, tell me. Yeah, so last night I did a cacao ceremony. So okay. have you had cacao? No. No. Um, so it is a plant medicine. Right. Um, it's actually the, it's how chocolate is made. Right. Only it goes in one process or another. Yeah. So chocolate goes through so many different processes to make it sweeter. Yeah. Cacao, um, they keep it in its purest form, basically. Yeah. So plant medicine, if you're like me, you believe that plants have spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we just call upon the spirit and ask the spirit to help with any intentions that you have, it's incredible for opening the heart. Really? Really, really opens the heart, can give you clarity. You would just need to like- See a lot of people at home, when you say opening the heart, I imagine a lot of people at home are like stone. It's almost like they'll, they'll, they'll even in relationships or with their loved ones and not really open up. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you mean by that, yeah? It can mean anything really, yeah. yeah. But yeah, mostly like we, we, a lot of us have built a wall because a wall, it's easier yeah. to do that. And yeah. when you actually sit down and feel, 
that's when you become your true self. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like for years I just had this wall around me. Yeah. And then once I actually broke it down, I started to really truly feel what I loved and what I enjoyed, not yeah. what someone else thought I loved. Yeah. Or, or someone else. Yeah, someone expectations. And yeah. A lot of us are living our life now based on expectations of the world, other society. Yeah. Um, and we need to get a wee bit more spiritual. So where can people find you? Um, so I'm based in Lisbon mostly, but I'm going to be doing some workshops from here. So from yeah. Willow's Reach. Yeah. And um, yeah, Lisbon and Belfast. Lisbon and Belfast. <laughs> so what do you love most about it? Obviously, you're going to be a medium too, aren't you, one day? I have done mediumship. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, I like now I'm so open to whatever comes to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's something that I maybe have been doing a lot longer than I've realized. Yes, I think you have to. Yeah, I've yeah. done I've done a bit of mediumship just um so I'm pregnant, so I just felt really like I needed to stop doing it when yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah. Um but yeah. A lot of people don't want to do it. Not necessarily that it's bad luck, but just in order to be a medium, you've got to allow influence in, you've got to allow spirits in. And a lot of you at home right now have that gift and you've just had a baby, you've got kids. And the gifts kind of stacked away, although it's there at the back of your mind. You might notice yourself purposely keeping it away while you have young children in the house. I feel like that happens quite a lot. I see yeah. it all the time. Not that it's bad luck, but just it isn't the same setting for kids, or it's not. No. And again, for me, it's pressure too. Yeah. Like we all put this pressure on ourselves. Yeah. To, and especially when you're trying to help people and you know that it brings healing to people. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you put that amount of pressure, it can kind of stop things from yeah. coming through. And I just thought, I, I just want everything to flow. So yeah. if it flows through when I'm doing Ricky, amazing. Yeah. But also, yeah, it's not something that I'm really pushing at the minute. Yeah, yeah. It'll come all in good time. Yeah. Good time. So people at home who are wanting to get involved and more spiritually, wanting to have more self-confidence, what would you recommend? What could you do for them? So um, first things first is take some time for yourself. Dedicate time. It could be waking up 10 minutes earlier in the morning and just breathing. Yeah. Um, Writing. Journaling writing. is the best See, I thing. believe in writing down. Believe the pen's a wand. And honestly, what you write down, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. And I tend to write things in future tense quite a lot. Yeah, yeah and it oh, comes through. It comes it? true quite a lot. You write something down in future tense. But honestly, you should take that wee bit of time for whatever you need instead of always being on autopilot. You don't have to change your whole life for anybody. Um, just do more for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when do your classes down here start? Um, so they're going to be on Saturdays with Brenda, I think. Yeah. We're, I think we're going to discuss this downstairs after. Brilliant. But yeah, so Brenda does manifesting and I'll be doing the self-love. Yeah, I actually did the manifestation workshop on Saturday with Brenda. And to be honest, I found it phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I found guided meditations quite difficult because I've got ADHD. I'm good at doing them on people, but I'm not really good at receiving them. But I've been again today and honestly, I'm completely blown away. So it's something you've definitely got to check out, folks. Well, is right. Ashley, you've been a great guest. Thanks for having me. Are you going to come on again sometime? Yes, if you'll have me. Of course, of course. Thanks.